Welcome to the Core Extra Podcast. I'm Kurt. And I'm Steve. We are two boomers with two mics that accidentally and occasionally make sense. We discuss paranormal mysteries and unexplained events. And if you want to reach us to stay on top of things, what we're going to talk about, you can reach us on Twitter at Core underscore Extra, Instagram at Core Extra Media, and TikTok at Core Extra Media. We hope you enjoy this upcoming episode. Let's get right into it. Well, Steve, I have been waiting what feels like an eternity to hear the story you have for us this week. Because last week, at the end of the episode, you you had a little teaser saying that thousands of people disappeared. Now, I'm assuming it's not all at once. So to end my suffering, because I haven't slept since then, because <laughs> I've been trying to figure this out. So to end it, why don't you tell us the story you have where scores of people just disappeared mysteriously? Well, we all know about the Bermuda Triangle. Right. You know, that's an obvious one. Everybody has heard about the Bermuda Triangle. Ships disappearing, planes, people. But I've come across a mystery that I think dwarfs the Bermuda Triangle. Now, I've not done enough study on the Bermuda Triangle to say that this is bigger, but I've got one where 16,000 people have gone missing. 16,000 people. 16,000. And it's called, and I don't know if you've ever heard this, the Alaskan Triangle. I have, but I don't know anything about it. Well, let me give you a little... Luckily, you're here. Yes, luckily I do. Now, I could have, I studied this. I do not, I didn't, I wanted to get it perfect, so I'm going to read. Okay. The borders of the Alaskan Triangle. Now, if you remember, get your map out. Connect Anchorage and Juneau in the south to Barrow along the state's north coast. Like much of Alaska, the triangle contains some of the most rugged, unforgiving wilderness in North America. Okay. It's a vast expanse of dense forest, mountain peaks, alpine lakes, and large, here's one we use all the time, swaths of plain old wilderness. Amid this dramatic backdrop, it's hardly surprising that people go missing in right. the woods, you know, and everything. Right. Boat accident. What is surprising, though, is how many people go missing. The sheer number of people who go missing is unbelievable. Add to the fact that many disappear without any evidence. They don't find their bodies, dead or alive, Mm -hmm. are rarely found. None of them are rarely found. Again, given the sheer size of the triangle, it's easy to chalk up its mysteries, such as the landscape. It's huge, Alaska. It's more than twice the size of Texas. Right. And most of the state is still entirely uninhabited by people with rugged mountains and dense forest. Finding a missing person in Alaska wilderness 
isn't like finding a needle in a haystack. This is good. <laughs> it's like finding a molecule in a haystack. Oh, I like man. that, don't you? That's even smaller than yeah. a needle. By the numbers, it seems something more interesting might be at play. All right, now, obviously we have got the borders of the triangle. Mm -hmm. Now, how did this all begin? You know, it's just a common knowledge that if you go out there and you get lost and you're missing, it just stays out in that area. Mm. But what brought it to the attention was in 1972, a small private craft carrying U.S. House Majority Leader Hale Boggs seemingly vanished into thin air somewhere between Juneau and Anchorage. Hmm. What I remember this. I was a kid, but I remember this. What followed was one of the nation's largest ever search and rescue missions. For more than a month, 50 civilian planes and 40 military craft searched a grid of 32,000 square, mile, mile, 32, square miles, mm -hmm. an area larger than the state of Maine. They never found a trace of Boggs, his crew, or his aircraft. Damn. So this, so this guy just up and disappeared, apparently. And you're talking about 40, I think you said 40 military planes and 50 civilian planes. I mean, they pulled out all the stops. I mean, you, you'd think they would find something. Yeah, I, you know, you nothing, would think. nothing at all. I mean, especially if it's a... Yeah, it was a, con a congressman. House of Representatives. Yeah. yeah. Wow. All right, is there something else at play within the Alaska Triangle? By the numbers, it seems more something more interesting might be at play. With 16,000 people, including airplane passengers, hikers, locals, and tourists, disappearing in there since 1988 at the rate of 1,000 people per year is more than twice the national missing persons average of the United States alone. Damn. Yeah. The numbers do imply that something else is going on here other than merely getting lost in the mountains. Because that's what I was thinking. Right. For almost as long as there have been planes flying over the Atlantic Ocean, theories have abounded about the nature of the Bermuda Triangle. Mm -hmm. But there are no theories about the Alaskan Triangle. None that are stand, you know, substantiated. Sure. sure. Okay, so, however... The most likely scientific explanation is simple geography. Mm -hmm. The state's massive glaciers have giant holes, hidden caves, and building-sized crevices. All these provide the perfect burying ground for downed aircraft mm -hmm. and wayward souls. Once an aircraft crash lands or a hiker becomes stranded, the fast-moving, year-round snow squalls can easily bury any trace of a person or airplane. And once that plane or person is buried by fresh snow, the likelihood of finding them is near zero. Okay. So, does that make sense? Yeah, but still a thousand a year. Whew. That's a lot. I mean, it's, it's, to me, that's unbelievable. 
I mean, <laughs> that it I mean, can't be something. I mean, if it's okay to say the Bermuda Triangle, who I can't remember last time somebody went missing the Bermuda Triangle. Right, right. I mean, that's a lot. A thousand a year? Yes. And especially now, you know, and off the top of my head, you know, you have to say in the 90s, late 90s or 2000s when GPS started really getting fine-tuned, you got to figure some of these planes have locators. or I know planes have that, but I'm just saying our, our locating people is so fine-tuned now, whether it's a cell phone even, you know. Yeah, that, that's what I thought with the cell phone. Everybody, no, anybody who goes out into the hiking mm-hmm. in the Alaskan wilderness has to have a cell phone. Now, well, I don't know if it works. Well, the, I'm sure satellite phones work up there. You know, that's what usually the hikers carry, those big ones with the long deal on them. But that's a lot of people. I'm not so sure about hikers because... I'm not a hiker. (laughs) So my hiking is from the couch to the refrigerator. Well, sometimes you can get lost. Yeah, that's true. The bathroom. Yeah. But uh, I I just think that when we talk about missing places, Mm -hmm. that is just, to me, unbelievable. How come we we don't hear more about it? I think that, okay, I would have to say this. I'm sure the people in Alaska don't hear about the missing people here in Cincinnati. So, but hear me out. So, it's such a, a common occurrence in Alaska. It's probably not even reported that much. Goes in the Alaskan paper. And how many people are in Alaska? Yeah. Which I could but, look up. Well, but, the, but here's the thing, though everybody that's disappearing is not from Alaska. No, I mean, I think it's one thing if if you say, well, every year, 100 people from Juneau go out on a hike and only 60 come back. That's one thing, but, I mean, you have planes and ships and everything just disappearing up there. But the place is so vast, I'm sure, like, if you look at even some of these shows you see on Discovery, they're out there looking for gold and all of this. Yes. Uh, It's up there. It's up in that area. Um, so I imagine that there has to be people that go up there and there's eight people on the ship and do you know how many old, people? Old, old Bob falls off to the, over and you know, he was, I don't want to say he was homeless, but maybe he doesn't have a family and they don't even, they just say, Hey, he was an accident. The guy's gone. I, I am surprised at this and, and I've never looked this up. Do you know what the population of Alaska is? Yes, I have memorized the population of all 50 states. Okay. There's 17 people in Alaska. <laughs> now, I'm going to give you this number. Mm-hmm. And so this even makes it more outrageous. There's only 731,000 people in Alaska. That's what I mean. I mean, in, in New York City, which is what? 10 there's square millions. miles? There's millions of 10 people. million. Yeah, I mean... So even if you disappear in Alaska, mm-hmm. probably no one knows you went in the woods. Right. You know what? Seriously. Well, I think it would be just the opposite, wouldn't it? There's only eight people in the <laughs> in this area, and now we all meet. We all meet at the lodge, and there's only six. And I <laughs> and I would have to think that a lot of people live 
miles and miles away. So how long does it take for Bob went into the woods, right. fell in one of those crevices. Right. What, the airplane comes in once a year right. to see Bob? It well, just seems like a lot of people to me. That seems like a big, big number. Of disappearances. Of disappearances, you know. I mean... But now, you have to add in there. So, you, so if you talk about voluntary missing, maybe criminal missing, that's still a big number. I mean, even if you cut those two out, yeah. it's still a big number. Because I would, I would imagine that in some places, some people run away and go to do something else and they just get reported and that's just the end of it. Or I imagine they, they probably a lot of people get lost, wouldn't you think? Yeah. In there. Yeah. I mean in the woods. Sure. I mean and, and then but but then like I said even say, with GPS, I can get lost in the streets. So of you, Cincinnati. <laughs> so you know you can get lost in the woods. Yeah. So I think that you know, I'm going to while we're while you're talking there, just for reference, because we should know this, um, just to see how many people have been lost in the Bermuda Bermuda Triangle. If I can oh, say I have it. that number memorized. Just like the lost, just like the population, I have that memorized. There's 13 people missing out of the Bermuda Triangle. I'm gonna look this up while we're while we're talking here. But I still I when, still when I first start going on cruises and cruise ships, I was always wondering where the Bermuda Triangle was. Because well obviously I knew where Bermuda was. So Yeah. So I always wondered <coughs> you know, I would go, wonder Excuse where it me. is. So one day uh, I was on a cruise ship and they had a map up there. Uh, and it was a real time map. You could see where the ship was. And I asked somebody, I said, what is the exact, draw the triangle. And they drew the triangle, we were right in the middle of it. <laughs> right. You know, and I would think that the Alaskan triangle would be a lot more dangerous. Because the Bermuda Triangle is a shipping lane. And I mean, they go in and out of that. Yeah. I mean, if they thought that it was really that bad, they would go around it. Well, I mean, it's pretty big. Yeah. I mean, you talk about Bermuda down to the, I think it's like to the tip of Florida or something. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, it's huge, you know. And that's, that's why I say when I was looking on there, I was right in the middle of it, you know. But, um, man, 16,000 people. We got to figure out why. We got to read up on why you don't hear more about that, the Alaskan Triangle. A thousand people a year. That's a lot of people. That's 1% of the population goes missing. Every year. Every year. They had a million. And you know the plane, when you talk about the planes, I mean, all of the planes, well, I don't know. I don't know. You, I would figure icing has a thing to do with it. And they were in a prop. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so. Right. That probably has something to do with it. And you know, those can go down. Because I've seen cases where... Somebody's in some of these prop planes, and um, and and they um, they go down in the woods, and nobody ever finds them. Nobody no. nobody ever finds them, and then twenty years later, they find the plane in a tree, but the pilot's still in it. I mean, you know, obviously decomposed and everything. But my point is, it landed right here in this tree, or crashed into this tree, got hung up in the trees. 
and nobody could ever find it. And it's right there. And they probably went under it a hundred times. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then until the weather and everything else is just right, you can never you never find it. So maybe I'll make a move up there and get some boots on the ground. Yeah, you're gonna go up and to the check it out, Alaskan Triangle. Well, be sure before you leave, be sure and I have all of your information for when you come up missing. All right. Well, since we're talking about this, and and I know this doesn't have anything to do with our paranormal, but I got a, a great Alaskan story. Okay. A friend of mine's father-in-law lived in Alaska. Now, not a bad gig because they pay you to live there. Mm-hmm. They give you so much a month to live in Alaska. I mean, harsh conditions. But he re- he had a um, huge plot of land, and he used that. Um, it was a landfill. Mm-hmm. Now, in a landfill, obviously, you dump stuff. But you also, like, have stuff delivered to your house. Right. You know, so he was making it both both ways. But he was making it a third way, too. So when they were, like, dig a highway and they had to get rid of the dirt, they dumped the dirt in his yard. And he had mounds, this guy was telling me. And say you were building something in your yard and you needed dirt to level, mm-hmm. you'd take the dirt from him. So the, the the state was paying him to put the money in the yard. Put the dirt in the yard. Put the dirt in the yard, I mean. Mm-hmm. And the people were buying the dirt from him. So he was getting oh, paid wow. both ways. That's a good income And then the stream. third way was that dirt, he'd sift it all through for the gold in it. Really? Yes. Because you know it has some in it. Yeah, there. yeah. So he got himself one of those gold machines, sifted it all. Then it would go back in the pile. So he was getting it as it was dropped off. Wow. Sifting it for the gold and then selling it out wow. for landfills. Did you ever find out how much gold he actually I had? did not find out how much, but I just from watching those gold explorer things or mm-hmm. you know, those machines are, you know, millions of dollars. Yeah. So he must be making enough that he sure. is uh, he's still doing that now? Yes. Oh he's still doing it right still now. Still doing it right now. Man. Eighty eight. He's 88. Oh, and he's still doing it. Still does it. Wow. So, I don't know what he gets out of it. it. Well, even if he gets a minimal amount, I mean, he's the dirt is free. Yeah. 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 Well, they're paying him. <laughs> they're paying him. Yeah. To drop the dirt off on his lawn, so yard. Even, so, even if he gets an ounce a month, that's an ounce of gold now is 1800 2000 Yeah. Easy money. Right. You know, because um, he probably doesn't have a major no. machine. He probably has a small... He actually has his family because they run a, um, like a lawn care. Mm-hmm. So when the dirt comes, they sift out the rocks. Mm-hmm. You know, people buy big rocks mm-hmm. for their yards. So that's what they're, they're a lawn, uh, well, lawn care. Well, why, why are they doing it with him? He has land. Oh, he's got land. Oh, yeah, you it, said that. Yeah, yeah he has, he has, a, lot he has a lot of land. So when they want to dump it, I guess oh. he has a contract with the city. Yeah. Or the state, state or whatever it is. Yeah. But he's been doing that for, God, I don't even know how long. Has anybody checked those mounds? Maybe some of the missing people are in the mounds. <laughs> 
That could be. Who knows? That could be. Who knows? But I thought that was kind of an interesting story. That is interesting. To go along with that. So maybe we ought to move to Alaska. Talk about what they pay a month. Right. Somebody told me they pay like 1200 a month. That's not enough for me to move to Alaska. Because I'm no uh, meteorologist. No. But I think it gets pretty cold, cold. in Alaska. Yeah, they'd pay me and they'd move me up to the Arctic Circle. Oh, yeah, you'd Alaska. be up at the very top. Nobody would be there. No. Nobody would be there, except a couple of planes. Yeah. A couple times a month. Oh, uh, so that's my off. story. Well, that's certainly something that we need to look into. Yes. Yeah, I'll get right on that. Yeah. <laughs> but, that, but in all seriousness? I never heard it before. I never heard that before. I never heard it. Uh, it's certainly certainly something that I'm going to follow up on and, and read up on because I've, I've never heard that story. The Alaskan The Alaskan triangle. triangle. Well, that's all we have today on a quick version here of uh, the Core Extra podcast. And um, next week, well, we're going to be off for a couple of weeks because I want to be gone. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but, uh, but check us out on TikTok. You, we'll put some stuff up there. We'll put up something. But hey, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. You just listened to the latest episode of the Core Extra Podcast hosted by Kurt and Steve. And so you don't miss the next episode, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. We would really appreciate it. And while you're at it, Leave us a rating and review. We love to hear the feedback from our listeners. And if you know anyone that would be interested in our content, recommend us. Family, friends, co-workers, everybody is welcome. Thanks again for listening to the Core Extra Podcast.